Is it the end of the world? Yes, it is the end of the world. And it's also the beginning. The beginning of a brand new, solid, juggalo world for us all to enjoy. What the fuck is up, everybody? How you doing? This is episode two of Dequan Delt. Yes, sir. Dequan Delt. Oh, you're Keezy. I'm Keezy. Yeah. And I'm Carver. Carver, what up? What's up, man? Ready to bust this shit out, man. Let's do it. <laughs> uh, so we got to talking and we decided, you know, the easiest way to just get this shit popping off is to just start from the beginning. You know, we start at the end. We yeah. <laughs> we'll work back up to that. <laughs> we could have just went backwards, but you know what? We figured we'd start fresh. Um, we wanted to get the Fearless Fred episode out while it was still fresh in everybody's mind. Um, I think it's, you know, people seem to like it so far. Um, they're yeah. digging it. Yeah, there was a few reactions, and it seemed. I went back and watched it. It seemed pretty. You know, it seemed like it, like it was, like it flowed pretty nice. Not too shabby for the first episode, you know. Yeah. So this episode, we're gonna, like I said, take it back to the beginning. We're gonna talk about this guy, Carnival of Carnage. Yeah. This uh, is. I mean, this the monumental right here. This in, my, in my eyes, this album came out in ninety one. 92, excuse me, according to Spotify. Um, yeah. Um, this was ICP's first album as the Insane Clown Posse. Well, unless you want to talk about dog beats, but it still says ICP right on the side of the booklet there. So the original Carnival of Carnage with the bullshit, you know, cheap ass, simple fonts on the back. <laughs> That's always been something that stood out to me with that shit. <laughs> yeah, just I mean, like, <laughs> you gotta think. Uh, nine, so this one says 93. Was it 92 or 93? I, I Honestly, I thought it was 91, but maybe it's, I, let's split the difference and call it 92. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, yeah, if, that, I, if that says 93, it, it must have come out in 93, to be quite honest. Cause, yeah, because I think this is the original. Either that or it's a repressing of the original. Because I thought Carnival was 90... Two, the Beverly Kills is ninety three. Yeah, Beverly Kills is ninety three. And then says. Ringmaster is ninety four. Yeah, it's Beverly Kills. <laughs> so we are just we are trying to we're still trying to iron out a couple details. We couldn't decide if we should talk about if we should kind of wind up um, all the side sh like the the appropriate sideshow EPs in with the Joker cards, but. Um, Ultimately, I think we're just going to give each, we're going to shine the light on each album individually. You know, I think that's kind of the plan as of right now. So, um, I don't know, man. Uh, do you have any memories of Carnival of Carnage in particular? Like when you first got it or your first impressions that you recall? When, how old were you when you first got it? Well, it definitely wasn't the first, uh, album that I heard. I, I don't even, I don't know. I don't know how early I was hip to Carnival of Carnage. I think I actually got uh, got it off of, uh, believe it or not, Nick's little brother, one of my friends, who his little brother was no way, shape, or form into ICP. Somehow he had uh, Carnival Carnage. Now that I think back, it was like a, it was like the original one. Billy. Okay, yeah, that's weird. Brother. So I took it home and threw it in, and I was like. I was shocked at first. I was like, this isn't ICP. What the fuck? This, <laughs> this doesn't sound like ICP. So this what is, ICP had you heard at that point then? At that point, it was, like I said, uh, it was the uh, Malenko era. Okay. That's all I knew was was like, 
I think everything that was out to that point was okay. Malenko and Riddlebox and um, Tunnel of Love. Tunnel of Love were the three main ones that yeah. I knew of. Those are the first three I got. Yeah, and uh, and then I worked kind of worked backwards. Yeah, same. So after uh, yeah, and I think I did hear this before Ringmaster. Okay. I honestly think Carnival was the last Joker's card I bought, like at the time. Like I had, I had Malenko, then Riddlebox, and then I'm pretty sure I bought Ringmaster. I think I bought Terror Wheel before I even bought Ringmaster, to be honest. But, um, but yeah, then I, I, the reason I waited so long at the time, I was probably 14 or 15. The reason I waited so long to get Carnival of Carnage at the time, personally, was because I had heard it. I mean, a buddy of mine had it or something. I, I had heard it somehow, and it was it was like okay, but it was not at that time. It wasn't like the shit I look for, you know, it was yeah, not the same with me. I, 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 I did not think the production and the way they sounded like was my ICP. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I got the same feeling. Um, but that said, I mean, Carnival Carnage is just kind of an album that to say it holds up, I guess is kind of subjective because if you're a juggalo, it holds up. I mean, I think any juggalo would like this album, you know, it, no matter when you came in. Um, I don't think, if anyone says this is their favorite Joker's card, I think they're a liar, to be honest. Like, I've never talked to anybody that said Carnival was their favorite. I think... I, I know I've read comments, and I've, I've uh, seen people online talk about it as, as being their favorite. I guess I can, I guess I can see why. Um, because it is the first, and it's, you know, everybody loves the original of anything for the... Music, yeah. Uh, a lot of the times, it's you know, oh man, their first album was the best, and da, da, da. I don't think that's the case, but I can see why people at least love this album a lot. Because I, I, to be honest, I really do. It, yeah. it grew, it grew, it grew on me over the years, man. And I, re I really do fucking love this album. I throw it in, I don't skip anything. I <laughs> really, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I'll, I, I agree with you to to an extent. Um, I was listening to this album today for the first time in honestly a while. Um, you know, that's not to say I've listened to my fair share of times, but it's been a while since I listened to it as an album. You know, I would randomly pick out songs like psychopathic or, um, uh, the juggler or something like that. You know, there's, there's some classics, I think on there, some juggalo cult classics, but a lot of the album, I, I don't want to say it's forgettable, but I can say that it, I can see how somebody would kind of overlook or think they blend in or something because some of the songs, like you're just not sure of what like the subject matter even fucking is, you know? Yeah. It's definitely all over the place. <laughs> I think they're again. So, okay. So you have the dog beats era or the, the inner city posse era. And mm -hmm. that was them, you know, trying to be the, the whole, the whole gang thing, still gangsters, right? you know, during that shit, but you know, kind of coming out. Obviously. Yeah. Influenced by, you know, all that classic stuff. They liked, what was it? The ghetto boys and, you know, um, I think they were in the Esham at that time. Yeah, yeah. Sure. Um, and, uh, but the, the carnival stuff, when that really happened, it seemed like they were still kind of phasing out of that mm -hmm. old school, uh, you know, dog beats. Like gangster mentality. Yeah. And kind of phasing into this new, and it almost seemed like they had so much creativity swirling around their head. They couldn't quite grasp it yet. Yeah. Sure, I I can see that. Uh, I ain't worried about it. Drop dropping something? a it dropped my eraser. I ain't God worried about damn it. Damn it. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, I the this album. Um, 
I mean, I'm with you. It grew on me over the years. Um, I when I first got it, I I liked it for what it was, but I, it was probably my least favorite Joker's card. I, I think I like it more nowadays than I did back. You know, when I was a youngster listening to it. Nowadays, I I mean, I'll be honest. Even today, when I was listening to it, like I was paying attention to some of the lyrics and shit. Especially after having listened to brand new ICP for the past week, mm -hmm. you know, listening to this was it was a little bit of a like a palate cleanse as far yeah. as <laughs> as far as ICP music goes because it's so it's wildly different. Yet I will say there's some lines, some random things they do and shit that it has always been there. You know, yeah, it, it set the stage for their. Uh their zany you know uh lyrics and little one-liners and mm -hmm. little things like you know uh, uh well, well let's wait till we play it so we can pick out some of those okay but yeah for sure because I, I was listening to it the other day and i was trying to take down notes yeah but i was working at the same time so i kind of didn't get around to it and okay. i was like well i want to listen to it and take down notes for every song i never got around to it so i don't have any fucking notes but okay. i know there's key things and almost every song that stand out to me and i'm like man it's great i love it <laughs> yeah I, I agree um oh let me go ahead and uh, rewind the intro here um so we're gonna go ahead and play it um while we talk um i will say this the intro is one of i think it's one of the better intros they've done honestly <laughs> i mean you got to think this intro set i mean it is the beginning of the carnival yeah <laughs> So yeah, yeah and I, th I think for that, it still holds up. Yeah, I agree. Um, it's just Jay talking, you know, explaining what the carnival is. It's coming into the town, the dark carnival. He's he's literally like, I mean, it, chronologically, this is the introduction to the carnival, the dark carnival. Yeah. You know, this intro is. So it's monumental in that sense. But um, I, think it, I think it delivers. And I will say this. For being as old as it, as it is and kind of where they were musically um, and recording and, and, and production-wise, they didn't have a lot. It sounds like they didn't have a lot, but they, they, were, they used things. They, like, in a clever ways sure. in the recording process and uh, making the little sounds and stuff they have. Like, you know what I mean? I, I just want to know where they were. What was the studio like? What yeah. was the equipment they were using? Like, like at, where did they get all these ideas and these sounds from? And at this time... Um, I mean, Mikey Clark uh, produced this album, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. I, I don't know about every track, but... But a lot of them. So my point is, like, this was our first introduction. As far as I know, I don't know if he did anything on Dog Beats. I doubt it. But um, Mikey Clark at the time, as far as I know, was already, like, an established producer, like, working with other artists and shit. So he comes in. He obviously... I would like to know the origin story there. It might even be in the book. But um, he comes in and kind of, like... I mean, he it, it, like he becomes the unofficial third member of ICP during this album, especially like he creates the signature sound that we grow to love over the following 20 years. You know, even something as simple as this track, Carnival of Carnage, the first track, it's literally just which I love. Yeah, I, I, I love this fucking I song. I mean, too. this it's great. This to me encapsulates like the one. <laughs> this was the only track when I uh, going back to when I first heard this album. This was the only track that stuck out to me. Yeah. Because of the sound of it. Yeah. I was like, now that sounds like carnival. That sounds like a carnival yes. kind of thing. You know, and I, like I said, I was young and I, I wasn't really soaking in the album the way I do now. But I remember this one stand out. And this actually became a um, staple for a playlist I made. Uh, as as we 
came up and started making music and stuff and I would freestyle and I would always put this beat on and freestyle to freestyle. <laughs> really? Yeah, this was one of the things. I, I loved rapping to this beat, man. <laughs> this beat is great. I love it. it, it mm. You're right. It, I think the, between the intro, like kind of, you know, Jay, just Jay talking, nothing spectacular, but it's a nice setup. Then immediately just diving into this song, which is, it's literally just him laughing and saying Carnival of Carnage in a like... <laughs> D- uh, demented manner for yeah, two and a half minutes straight. Yeah, you got the whistle in there, or, or in in the uh, the little scratch sounds. Yeah. Uh, you got the. Uh, I don't know what that is. That it sounds like a guy like a circus, like a fucking circus is happening. That's what. Yeah, there's like you, the horn that and like the the bam 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 like whatever I, that is. Like I imagine the the tent being popped up and like all the clowns and all the sideshows just coming out <laughs> to into the into the middle of it and the crowd just going wild. Oh, yeah. That's what our that's what the song it sounds like. This is big a big sound for like kind of like, probably like a smaller production level at that time, but it has a big big sound. Yeah, I agree. That, that's I think that's one of one of their best like opening songs you know yeah, uh, it's just it's just so great they, they knocked it out of the park with it you know and then immediately yeah. to go right into the juggler which i mean this song here is like an icp fucking classic yes uh um, this i mean they this this formula that they he used for this song is like tried and true and they he, he does this song on every fucking album you know what i mean this is the hocus pocus of this album yeah yeah <laughs> And I and <laughs> again, I I love the beat to this. Yeah, me too. It's very catchy, and the fl- and uh, the flow. It's the choppy, like you know, it don't quit, it don't quit. It, da, da, da. It's it's choppy, but it flows. Yeah, like it, it, like you could tell they were limited in, in how they rapped back then, but it just works so well. Yeah, I mean, there's there's lines in this song that I still like quote to this day. You know, if you're an old lady, I'm a mug. Yeah, <laughs> fuck. With and this has that quintessential circus sound in the background. Yep. And like, you know what? They they immediately start doing like first song out the fucking gate. Well, second song technically. They're already doing like the carnival announcer voice, it, which would come to be will it be rags, right? Um, Jay and Shaggy both have their own like version of that voice. Uh-huh. I don't know like the name of Jay's, but Shaggy's version of that voice is is the quintessential Willoughby rags. Is from, it Willoughby? From what I know, is it Willoughby? That's that, the, that, Shaggy does the Willoughby, and I think that was introduced on Terror Wheel when he's like the yeah the first intro yeah. track on Terror Wheel. Um, and he I mean, he does it throughout Terror Wheel, and it's definitely Shaggy doing okay. it. Okay, um, but that voice right there, I don't know what if Jay ever named it that character or anything, but he does. That character has, I mean, he he literally did that voice on Fearless Fred at one point, I think. So, I mean, he it's always been there, you know, which is cool. But um, yeah, which always did remind me of some demented little clowny fuck like circus, <laughs> you know what I mean? Just demented thing. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that was such a great idea. Like those little, who would have even thought to put like a weird like high pitched effect on your voice? For there's literally like no reason for it, but other than they thought it sounded cool, I guess. But it fucking it worked fit. great. I mean, it fit. I, I, whoever thought of the idea was, I mean, it worked. Yeah, for because sure. Because it it makes you think of 
a clown or some sort of maybe even like a like a dwarf kind of like a <laughs> you know yeah like a sideshow announcer you know he comes out and a little top hat or something and that's him and it's <laughs> yeah. like you know like a little chucky doll like it, it, you look at it and you know he's short and like yeah he kicked this motherfucker but he'll <laughs> fuck you up <laughs> yeah i like that um this song in particular i can't think of anything uh specific lyrics i need to pick out or talk about but Every, uh, to me, every fucking lyric sticks out. Klepto psychic? Is that what? Is that <laughs> somehow the bitches like it. <laughs> somehow the bitches like it. It's, oh yeah! It's, I, I'm, oh, he just said your your line that you got in trouble for. Oh yeah, yeah. I'll tell the story of that. There you go. Here it is. Oh, that's ain't it. Next. Fuck. There we go. <laughs> that classic line. So I was in 10th grade, I think. Okay. No, 11th grade. I was a I was a junior, I believe, and I was going to a vocational school for er uh, for art. Okay. Uh commercial art. And um but we had to we had what we called the lab and then we had the little stupid classes you still have to take, you okay. know, social studies, math, science, whatever. And I think I was in the social studies class. I think that's what it was. And I was in the back of the class and I wrote those lyrics on the desk. <laughs> you I'm wrote, that, I'm that nerd in the back of the class. Yeah. I'm the nerd that went psycho and killed your ass. And I drew like a little killer clown, like a little psycho <laughs> killer clown. Uh, and then uh, it, it was, uh, I came in the next day and that, that desk was gone. And um, they were talking about it. I remember walking in the class, hearing the teacher talk about it. They were like, there were some <laughs> students standing around there talking to him. And he was, he was like, yeah, and they took it down to the principal's office, and there was, you know, some inve uh, some investigators came in, and they're, you know, they were looking at it, and uh, and there, and he was talking it up like they were really fucking worried about it. And that, and was it, this before or after Columbine? This was after. Okay, that's why. After, yeah, this was after Columbine, so it had everybody fucking spooked, oh, man. Shit, yeah, and uh, they never pinned it on me, and I don't know how the fuck they didn't. I don't know. The, obviously, we, there wasn't cameras and shit. Yeah, there wasn't Big Brother all over the place in, I mean, in but school you, back then. Were but. you like the juggalo? Like everybody knew you. As I the wasn't juggalo? a parent. As a, I didn't have a lot of ICP gear and okay. shit, so it wasn't apparent that, that I was a juggalo. And uh, I didn't fucking talk to anybody. And yeah. I didn't. You know what I mean? It, there wasn't. I wasn't like you know blasting out everything. But I, I just. But I definitely they knew I was the artist. Yeah. You know <laughs> they knew that. So I don't know how they didn't pin it on me. I I don't know if they were afraid to or yeah. they just they they were they watched me after that and didn't really have enough evidence i don't know what it was but I, nothing ever happened but wow. it was a big deal about it so you know, i had yeah. a i had a similar thing happen to me um uh it was it was when i was it went to independence which um is a for those that don't know it's a local high school here which is um let's just put it like this i was one of probably like 10 white kids there, you know? So, but I was like the weird, like ICP kid, you know what I mean? Like all I wore ICP show like every fucking day. Like I was 14 at the time. Um, but long story short, some, there was one other juggler. He was a couple grades ahead of me and like, we didn't really talk, but I knew of him. He knew of me and shit. You know, every jug does, but, uh, one day, uh, I come, I went in and like, I, I, they, nobody ever tried to accuse me of it or anything, but kids would ask me like, did you, did you spray paint the school? Did you spray paint all over the school? That, this fucking dumbass really like went with his buddies like after hours and spray painted ICP shit all over the school. Wow. 
And then people really were like asking me if it was me. And like, I was, I mind you at the time, I was like kind of like a straight A student. Like yeah, I wore ice shit every day, but like I kept my shit together, you know, but I was the weird kid. I was always drawing. Like, I mean, I have literally some of my art I made that year where like, it's all like bloody and crazy shit, but like I always did good. Yeah. You might as well be guilty at that point. I know. How the fuck you even get out of that? I know, man. Like, but <laughs> thankfully no one ever like really accused me or approached me officially about it. I'm guessing the kid must've come clean or something. I never heard anything else about it. It, but I know it was like uh, it was going around, you know. But there, like as, as I say, Kim, there wasn't cameras everywhere back then, so yeah. they couldn't pin it on you. Yeah, they couldn't. They probably never caught him either. Yeah, you know? you're right. They probably just needed an admission of guilt, and that never happened. Yeah. You know? Um, I, I think there's a skit at the end of this track. Hold on. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> I will say, like when I was listening to this, like. I forgot there were so many Come skits, on, and, and they were they were done they're, really well. They're all so fucking. They good. are. I think I'll I'll go on a limb and say this album. It, this is some of the best skits they've ever yeah. done. Oh man, their skit game early on was great. Yeah. Another funky rhyme, um, but yeah, that skit's fucking great. I mean, it's it's pointless. It's just him like yeah. waking his bitch up, but like, he's like breaking Come through. On, you love this shit. Come on, man. So, I like how I like how he had that that that. It, I mean, it sounded real. Like, yeah, he's like. Whoa. I remember, you know, I that brings me to actually thinking of people saying shit like come on man <laughs> like you can hear it yeah you hear like the urgency and, so and, and how old was shaggy at that point because that was shaggy right so i the, the way i age them is because during ringmaster shaggy says 19 years of breathing smog got me mental so get off me dog and and that was that was that um, was 94 94 so he was 18 17 yeah. or 18 yeah 17 or 18 like yeah. and i think jay's two years older than him so he yeah. jay's 19 during this shit and which it, that, it, i mean that thought blows my fucking mind too yeah it does it does say 92 on dog okay beats. okay so that would put carnival probably carnival's probably 92 also so that would put um Beverly Kill. Damn, they're cranking them out then in that yeah, case. It does say 93 on, on Carnival. So, so Carnival and Beverly Kills came out in 93. So yeah. that means Ringmaster must be 94. Yeah, I think it was 94. I always see, I'm always like a year behind. I thought um fucking uh Riddlebox was 94. That must be 95. Then yeah, Great Malenko's 96. No, Great Malenko's 97. 97. Okay, yeah. so I am a year behind on all that yeah. shit. Nevertheless, um Skate games on point. First day out. This song, I'll be honest, I didn't give a fuck about this song really. I didn't care about it like at first until Twisted redid it. Yeah. And then I went back and listened to it and like and really appreciated it. Yeah. You know, I really do like this song. I remember I remember out of all the songs when when a when a young Carver put this album in. This was like I said, not not many of them stood out at all, but this one was, and, and I think it was just because of the beat. Yeah. How fucking really goofy it is. <laughs> it's so simple. Yeah. It sounds like he's in a fucking sewer. Or yeah, it just it, it it reminded me of a video game. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it just reminds me of an old like 16-bit or you know even an 8-bit type of fucking game. I mean, it, it's it's great. I love it. I will say that like listening to ICP. I mean, even in Great Malenko, like I remember like an overanalyzing lyrics and shit. Like they introduced me to so much like slang and shit that we don't have here. You know, like. As in uh, slang in what? Like Columbus? Uh, or? I mean, yeah, like. Uh, like he'll say he'll like even on this every album they do it like the first of all like the word Nedden never heard it until then oh there like, is hold on there is one um 
tube with pads. Yeah, that's that's literally what reminded me. Of, that's why I'm talking about because I, I heard that he watches tube with pads. Like <laughs> that's just great. Oh. <laughs> Go watch tube with pads. It's so funny. <laughs> they would just. It, it was just. This part is ridiculous, you know. And I fuck to go with that shaggy in it. Yeah, and I'm fucked to go with. <laughs> and I'm wondering, like, as, a, as some teenagers writing this song, like, what made them think, like, oh, we gotta put a breakdown in this song where I smoothly talk, you know? Like, he, they obviously had that thought, you know. Unless well, Mikey Clark made the beat like that and they just wrote it. I'm, I'm sure Mikey Clark had a had a hand in helping them like construct that. But also at the same time, you gotta remember we were talking. Uh, we were we were talking about the on the uh, Fred episode about they always had I, I think I mentioned something about they always had uh, parodies of uh, of R and B stuff and yeah. that, and that is basically that yeah that's to me, true it sounds like that's kind of a parody of like the old you know the he's, that's definitely what he's doing yeah the nineties R and B like over sexualized yeah. yeah yeah and then it has this awesome like breakdown at the end where he just repeats this shit for a minute and a half you know first date yeah. And I caught my nut like that. Yeah, I've never like heard that. of that before. You yeah. Know? Uh, there's all kinds. Of, I'll point them out as they come along. But there's all kinds of shit they say that. I think Bust a Nut I heard pretty early on. Like I've heard Bust a Nut. Fifth grade. I think I, I, I remember hearing about that. Like, I, I literally like listened to the song. I didn't even know like what they were saying because like I never heard of it. it. Caught my nut. Yeah. Like, I, I didn't know caught my nut, but bust yeah. my nut. So I just put the two together. Right. And I was like, that. <laughs> I guess caught my nut means he, always, he got blade. I always thought he was saying got my nut too. Yeah. Uh, and then another skit. Now this skit. I'm telling you what, I seen her coming running through the hills. A hooper, a hollering, her titties were flopping. She was finding the beach buzz with four eyes and a broad angle. Great. I think, okay, I think something pointed out. I, I, I flagged something. At maybe the end skit of this song. Hmm. Okay. There's a there's there's a there's there's kind of a rapey line. Oh, okay. Where they're like, yeah, let's let's take her behind that. Let's, let's go take her rape her behind that pine tree or something <laughs> yeah. like that. I'm like, what? I never caught that. That oh, was the first wow. time I ever heard that. Okay. Yeah, I could I could be just hearing things, but I swear All I right. think it's at the end of this song. We'll have to pay, pay attention. Um, I will say this is the song that this song is at the time when I was young was like my favorite song on the album. Um, yeah. Uh, this song. This. I mean, the beat to this is great. The beat it's, on this album is incredible. It's a it's a snap. It's like that snap track. And they put that boing. Like. Yeah, yeah. They put all the all the sound effects in there. My, my favorite part about the song is the like the like that noise in the background. I love that shit. I think he's actually using some country in like like one of those like yeah. things with the finger. Uh, so they got like slide guitars yeah. and, and dobros and things of. like that. Um, which I think maybe he sampled and, and kind of just tweaked and shit. Yeah. I always liked that. I always liked when when Mikey Clark would take uncon like you know instruments you would not think would be part of ICD ICP yeah. and like country and make and take like country samples. I think that he's used banjos and stuff and and actually put it in the song and make it fucking sound great. Yeah, I mean, the, I'm guessing that sound is it's like a harmonica. Yeah, you're right. Sucking on a redneck titty. <laughs> Conway like, Twitty. Oh, he's like, yeah. sucking on a redneck titty. I remember, I, I never knew who Conway Twitty was <laughs> yeah. until this. Um, this song also, um, the, uh, the, you know, you know how this song, how you know this album is classic? It's literally spawned a remake of a song. It spawned a uh, cover of a song. It spawned a entire fucking side project of an album. 
Um, <laughs> yeah, they, they did do a uh, cover of this, right? Yeah, um, like a yeah. Red, Redneck Hotel 2000. Uh, 99, it? it came out in Psychopaths from Outer Space Volume 1, and they had Twisted on it. Yeah, so how many songs from Carnival have been remade so far? It, like I said, I think that's the only two that I know Redneck Ho and um, First Day Out, but like I said, they Wizard of the Hood. You know, yeah, they made a whole right. fucking album yeah, about you're it. Yeah, right. But yeah, man, uh, in both First Day Out and Redneck Ho were awesome. Yeah. When they were remade ones. I agree. Oh, and then you got, of course, Night of the Axe, which spawned an entire, like, series of songs now, you know, so. Um, so and, by the way, who is this on? The, is this John Kick Jass at the end here? I think so. Or is this Greasy? I don't know. As far as I know, the only fucking song Greasy's on is that one on Beverly Kills. I, I couldn't pick his voice out of a fucking lineup. I'm greasy and I can moonwalk. <laughs> but I don't because that shit's so fucking played out. So Redneck Ho, the, you're talking about? Yeah. That. It says re it says written by Joseph Bruce and Joseph Usler. What is it? Usler? I think it's Usler. Produced by Chuck Miller hmm. and Joseph Bruce. Hmm. Engineered by Chuck Miller. Mixed by Chuck Miller. I don't see Mikey Clark on this beat. Wow. But I don't see anything... Uh, yeah. I wish I could play the harmonica good enough to do that. Hold on, let me see. God damn, I can't wait to get home. Oh, here we go. What's this yeah. for the rapey line? I've never heard that. I've never heard that. First time I heard it. That's so crazy. Hold on. Oh. I can't, I can't do that. I mean, it it's probably is a harmonica. You just have the wrong. Yeah, I can't. You just don't have the key <laughs> that it's in. One day, that's that's my goal. I'm gonna learn to play the, uh, Redneck Ho and the harmonica. <laughs> <laughs> All right, this song's a shit though. I I want to find out who the last verse on that yeah, is. Yeah, here, let's because, Google it. Because we got Kid Rock, Esham, Capital E. It says verse three on according to Genius.com, which. I trust with my life. By the way, this says release date October 18th, 91. Yeah, which one is Let's it? look it up. Hold on. Why in the fuck would the album say 93? I don't know. I have no clue. Did they re-release it in 93? I mean, it's possible. Look, this says October 18th, 92. Genius says 91, October 18th. And the actual fucking album says 93. Dude, who fucking knows? Wow. That's very confusing. Holy shit, that's confusing. All right. Nevertheless, according to Genius.com, which this is literally just put in here by random people. I think it, it, it has to be 92 because remember they had that 10-year anniversary album that came out in 2002? Was it 2001 or two? Remember the, uh, 10 years of Psychopathic or something and it had a... Uh, Gang related on it, and uh, oh yeah, you might be, you might I, be gang related. Wasn't I think that, that 2002? was two thousand two. I think that was two thousand two because we got it in Peoria at the gathering, and that was t yeah, because we got Dark years. Lotus and um, the Hatch of History. Yeah, so maybe it is ninety two, but why the fuck does this say ninety three? Yeah. This must be a re release or something. I don't know. I have that album. I mean, if you can hold it down for a second, I can go grab mine and we can compare it real quick. I got, I know where exactly where it's at. Oh, you know what? I got it in my book. I got a CD book right here. Hold yeah, on, find it out. Right. I mean, Just hold it down for a second. I'll be all right. right. Yeah, I mean, it'd be interesting to find out what date that is. Because I, I thought it was 92 for the longer. I don't think I ever thought it was 91, but um, 
I did think I, I it was in my brain that it was 92 for the longest time. What about in the booklet? Does it say anything different? Because I'm, I'm, I'm going to pull out the booklet here. It says 93. The booklet does say 93. All right. Um, so there's the actual CD, by the way. Um, by the way, I love that. I love that CD. Yeah, it's tight. I like the design of that a lot. Love that. Here, I'll put it on the main screen here. Yeah, that shit is so tight. All right. Let's see. Um, you know, I don't see anything about a date in the booklet. Like, just off the top of my head, like, reading it. I'll have to go look at the CD cage. Oh, hold on. This says 93, too. So yeah, it's the same thing. And I know this is a this is the original. For, okay. for sh like, I mean, original as far as, like, I bought it in 98. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm, I mean, same thing. This is... That's crazy. Has to be the original as well. Uh, yeah. Who knows, man? I, I wish we could. I know they had the re-release, and, and the disc didn't look like that. The re-release, it had like the big face on it. They released yeah. it like around that around 2002, I think, actually. Yeah. But it didn't have black in your eyes or Night of the Axe on yeah. it. Yeah. Which was right. some bullshit. Those are great fucking yeah, songs. Yeah, because I remember buying that re-release and when those songs didn't cause like, what the fuck? Yeah. They did the same shit with Ringmaster. They released the gold-plated one. Yeah. And then it didn't have um, Bugs on My Nugs on it. Yeah. I actually think the first Ringmaster album I got was the re-release. Really? You didn't yeah, because uh, they had the different text on the back. They yeah. actually spiced up the uh, the text. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. I do remember that. Yeah. I remember that. Um, but yeah, I think the re-release Ringmaster looked like this with the riddle box, like, too. Mm-hmm. Anyways. I look, I don't know where my Beverly Kills CD is, man. I'm salty. Oh, well. Anywho. We'll say, uh, let's go with 90. Two. <laughs> All right. Nevertheless, uh, Wizard of the Hood, dope song. I mean, there's not honestly a whole lot to say about this song. Um, this was one of the ones I liked a lot because um, around this time, I, w I really liked ICP because of their storytelling abilities. Like, I never really knew any other artists at that time. I wasn't in... Let me let me make it straight too. By the way, before ICP, all I cared about was like pop music and shit. I didn't really have like shit that I loved, you know. Um, but I think one thing that made me fall in love with ICP was their storytelling and shit. Like I never heard any other music where they told a story. Yeah, it, it was hard to come by in you, pop music. And if you did, like, I mean, my dad listened to like metal and shit, which they tell stories, but it's all in metaphors, and I couldn't understand it anyways, you know. But yeah, like the old Metallica, <laughs> yeah, and like things I, like that. But ICP, like, I mean, with this song as an example, it literally has a beginning, middle, and end. You know, like there's a whole fucking tale in four minutes, five minutes and twenty four seconds specifically with this song. But um, the point is, like. Uh, I like, I love that shit. Like this song was one of the first day. I mean, first day out, I guess, is a story song too. But um, what are you showing here? What's gonna show? Yeah, show this picture. Oh, that's a pretty tight picture. I'm not see. Is it? Yeah, you, that's good. Um, who is that? So it's Jay and Shags, and who's the third one? That must be um, John Kick Jazz. Yeah, I'm gonna assume John Kick Jazz. Wow, that's a dope like flyer though. Available this summer, Carnival of Carnage LP. And I think it's unanimous. It came out in October. So that's that sounds about right for ICP. <laughs> Promote it for the yeah. summer, release <laughs> it in the fall. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it might say in here when exactly it came out. I don't know. But yeah. But yeah, no, what you're talking about, the storytelling <laughs> aspect of uh, everything. Yes, sir. I mean, which, which I do think the later... Uh, 
the more they uh, started dropping albums and stuff, the storytelling did get a lot better. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, Discogs says 1992 also, by the way. Um, oh, I was going to mention um, on this previous track um, at the end of Wizard of the Hood. Probably, do you have anything to say about Wizard of the Hood? I don't think you made any comments on it. Uh, no, it's it's a great song. It's yeah. just a, it's an amazing song. I, I really do. It's it sounds old school as fuck, but yeah. I, that's what I love about it. I love like how they like switch it up. I mean, like this part right here. Yeah, I mean, just just the the um, the places it takes you. Where they like you said, switch it up where they go. Yeah. And like right here, he's rapping, and there's like no beat. You know, it's tight. The, the beat is literally like the yeah the, the, the steam uh, the steam thing, <laughs> which is great. I mean, it's it's just creative, man. Like I said, they had so much creativity back then, and little did they know how much exact like how much they were really going to achieve. Yeah, I mean, I mean, this song is a is a testament to like what they could do even back then. You know, at 17, 19 years old. You know yeah, what I mean? It was like crazy. Th this song is like. Pure creativity. It's a, the best way I could put it. Yeah, I mean to. I mean, it's literally about. For those who don't know, Wizard of the Hood. The song is about literally like it's a retelling of Wizard of Oz, just in hood lyrics and shit. You know, talking about being in the hood. Um, and I and I will say the flow, Jay's flow on that. You know, like I I think he had a pretty. Uh, it was a quicker flow for him, I think, back then at that point. It, it seemed like a lot of stuff they were doing back then was a little bit faster. Yeah. because I think mainly because of the beats, how fast the beats were. Okay. Coming out the ball game. I mean, it was a pretty consistently, like, quick flow. Yeah. Not, not obviously, it wasn't no triplet shit or anything <laughs> like that. But. Yeah. Um, I will say that... Um, the skit at the end of the song is one of my favorite ICP skits of all time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Get the fuck me, bug! I love it. It's so fucking funny. I mean, me and my brother quoted that shit forever after that we first heard it. Oh, my God, that skit's funny. <laughs> it's just them in a poetry, like, uh, reading, and, you know, they get all crazy. It's funny. So, so Wizard of, of the Hood was produced by Chuck uh, Miller. Okay. Chuck Miller got it going on. I wonder why they never worked with him again. Yeah, maybe it, maybe they did. I don't know. I mean, I'm not sure. You never hear. I, I I never heard him say anything about Chuck Miller. Yeah, that's interesting though. Yeah, it makes you wonder. Like, I mean, we're discovering new shit about this 30 year old album. It you looks know? like Chuck Miller produced most of this album. Wow. Maybe that was Mikey Clark's alter ego, and he just didn't want to be associated with ICP at the time. Yeah, I mean, the Juggler produced by Mikey Clark. <laughs> okay, then I'm wrong. <laughs> you didn't want to be associated with it. That would be funny, though. Yeah, man, I don't know. That's crazy. I was thinking this cover. Um, yeah. Always remind it, it always reminded me of cake. Mm. I don't know. The icing. It, it almost <laughs> It's icing. <laughs> That's funny. It just looks like you could stick your finger in it, and it's some nice sugary, creamy icing. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, I just realized that. I, I thought I had the chat on. So if you've been chatting, you haven't, we haven't been... Um, Respondent, sorry, I'm gonna fix that here. If it'll let me here, here we go. Nope, no chats. Okay, that's all right. It's all right. I don't hold it against you. Oh, you know. Oh yeah, there he is. Donald was on there. Shane was on there. What a what a what a. Oh, Shane was on. Mm-hmm. One thing about your boy, a diehard. Yes, right, Donald. That's my uncle Donald. I am a fucking diehard, bro. 
juggalo till I die. You know, I may not have said that two years ago, but you know, these days, I gives no fucks. You know what? I'm even gonna quote an ICB song. We gives no fucks. <laughs> we gives no fucks. <laughs> <All right. laughs> That's uh, what uh, bizarre. Yeah, one, one of the one yeah. of the songs off bizarre. Good pull, man. Uh, <clears throat> I forgot it was on bizarre. All right, so moving on. Um, the next song is. Let's see. So, by the way, this this uh, picture, there's a picture yeah. in here with uh, Isham, I think. Yeah, I think so. Now, yeah. what do you think about that? You think that spawned the entire gimmick of ICP? Oh, that's a great question. Um, I think it spawned the gimmick of Twisted. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. That's a great question because I mean, first of all, it's right there in the fucking ICP book. Yeah, it's it's Esham <laughs> cover "Homie Don't Play," which "Homie" was a "Homie Don't Play" was a, was a play on "Homie Don't Play." Now, yes, which was the clown from In Living Color. You're right. That's a great pull. Um, yeah, that's a that's an interesting thing. I think I'm pretty sure that was Esham's first album too. So, I think it's pretty likely that that was a huge inspiration for what ice B was doing honestly that's a that's a good point um well the next song on the list uh after wizard of the hood would be guts on the ceiling which um is an interesting song um this was not one of my favorites honestly like going back this one i, li I liked this one a lot yeah yeah i like the scratching a lot the i like the, great i like the baseline uh, it, so, rem it reminds me of the the bugs on my nugs, uh, high pitched. Oh yeah, you know, it, it reminds me of the bugs talking. Yeah, <laughs> I don't front check. <laughs> um, I was just listening to that song the other day. I love that fucking song, man. Um, yeah, but I think great. the reason I never really liked this song, um, I like it now, by the way. Um, but it's still like kind of a, I could take it or leave it. I love the chorus, but I don't really. I'm not really huge on like Jay's like rapping. I think it's just a little too slow for my taste, personally. Um, he he elongates a lot of his right, like my yeah, in my head. Like there's another there's another <laughs> song where he raps like this. It's on Ringmaster called the Dead One, and I never liked that song either. Yeah, but I know you're big on those songs. I do. I always like those those weird, creepy. Because to me, those were the creepy songs that ICP had. Yeah. Until like you you know you get into uh, you know Riddle Box and in uh. A Malenko and stuff, but like until then, it was like these kind of songs were the ones that really, I don't know, put me in a put me in a bizarre, fucked up state of mind. Like as soon as the hook comes in, I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'm chilling. And, I'm, and so this song, he's literally just talking about getting like blown up. Like in, I think parts this, of him are everywhere. Yeah, and I think this one had had some of them had some of the most outlandish, <laughs> like. Uh, names for things. Oh, like, okay. Like I got, come over, Jack. I got slabs all over the place, and he's <laughs> yeah. like, like is he talking about body parts? Like yeah. he's of himself? <laughs> like, like oh yeah. And <laughs> rewind this. Okay. I love this. I really love the whole the, this whole telephone skit. <laughs> it's just like, hey man, you're uh, what is it? You're you're what do you find? You missed the first part, yeah. It's like, hey man, your intestines over here in front of him and junk. He's like, oh, for real? <laughs> yeah, what's up? Hey, check it out, man. Lexi said he's your intestines. 
You're large. Hey, you're large in <laughs> and it's just like a normal phone call, like two dudes would be having. It's like, but it's about large intestines. Yeah. It's so, just in the middle of the fucking song. For real, know? man. For real. All right, man. I'm about to go get him down. Hey, man, I'll hit you up, though. All right, bro. Please, please check you later, bro. It's just so ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you forgot you're listening to ICP during this song, there you go. You know, that's a reminder. They know how. They know how to bring you back to that that weird shit. Man, like they they. It's it's so crazy that they like they immediately like. First album out the fucking gate, carved and like in perfectly placed themselves in their own niche. You know, it's crazy. And like that, that little moment right there is one of those moments I'm talking about where like no one else has ever done that. You know? Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. It's funny. So page 179 of the book, the night of the carnival's arrival. Oh, okay. Um. So this is probably before. Carnival of Carnage, but it's the 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 vision that led to this album, probably. Yeah, I'm thinking they had uh, this was uh, when they released because before a few pages before this, it's all about uh, dog beats. Okay. Yeah, dog beats is also curious because um, it only has four tracks, which is ridiculous for like an EP. Like that's way too small of amount an amount. Not to mention like and that Wizard of the Hood was on this. Wizard of the Hood was on there. No. Um, not to mention, like, I really like Ghetto Zone, but, like, Life at Risk is just an okay, like, not... It's never been one of my favorite songs. It painted a real dreary picture of, like, what he... Like, his mind state at that point. Yeah. I guess, I mean, and that... When you say it like that, it's interesting because there's always a song where, like, it's like a... a it's almost like it's a bookmark on Jay's, like, psyche at the time yeah. you know and that's probably that's one of them you know and you know guts on the ceiling you could really look at as kind of a metaphor for that too yeah. honestly like he's just <laughs> i don't know i'm maybe i'm stretching but well i think it was a metaphor for like his whole feeling of like what what the hood life was doing yeah. to him okay you know he, he 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 i think he had a big thing from what i gathered he had a big big thing about uh, death back then. yeah Okay. Well, you know what? Um, the, a, a song that might be better uh, fitting that category would be the a one one that's coming up called Never Had It Made. But um, this song right here that we're on, Is That You with Kid Rock? <laughs> this one always this one always it got me because Kid just Kid Rock, man. I, I just couldn't believe it. Dude, Kid Rock fucking flows on this shit. I I've always liked his verses on this. Skinny dipping in the pool, you know what drown hoes. Like, I like that. Yeah, right? and, it, and it's just crazy because the voice, like I was talking earlier, the voice effect it almost sounds like he is meant to be part of ICP yeah. at this point. It's so weird. Yeah, I mean, he fits in there great, honestly. He, he, even his lyrical content is like, I mean, he matches perfectly. Like, normally when somebody has like a, a a feature on a song, like, they kind of miss the point. You know what I mean? Not fucking Kid Rock in 1992. No, no, <laughs> hell no. He was completely bored, man. I mean, it was yeah. crazy. Um, you know, I, I played this song for uh, just a quick little bit of trivia. I played this song for uh, Tara right before the show, and I was like, "Look, Kid Rock's on this fucking song." And I blew her fucking mind. She's like, "Kid Rock rap with ICP?" I was like, "Yeah." yeah. I, I think a lot of people would probably be shocked to know that. To be honest, yeah, yeah, a lot of people still are. <laughs> it, it, I mean, it seems so weird because I've known it for so long, but yeah. I, I forget. It's like, oh yeah, people don't remember <laughs> Kid Rock yeah. actually. I, I honestly think this is my my introduction to Kid Rock. Like, I'd never heard of him before then. I think 
by the time I got hip to this to ICP, I think he had come out with um, Devil Without a Cause. Yeah, and he said obviously had a couple albums before that, but Devil Without a Cause was the one that put him over the uh, over the edge, put him on the map. Yeah, and um, I probably Ba with the Ba was popular like around the same time, so that's probably how I knew even knew of Kid Rock. I don't think I knew of Kid Rock when I when I didn't know shit about Kid Rock or have even, even heard him. Yeah, but I, I heard this. I never paid attention to. With Kid Rock, I didn't ever give a fuck who was featured on right. songs at, the, at, at, at that age. I didn't give a shit. Sure. I never cared. Kid Rock came out, got popular. I go back and listen to the song, and oh shit, Kid Rock is on this. <laughs> so yeah, it was like it was crazy, man. Mikey I, Clark worked with Kid Rock back then. Yeah, doesn't he work with him now? He may. I don't know. I think Mikey Clark is like. I think he's still doing Project Dead Man shit. Like honestly, I don't know why. But. I think he goes. Uh, I don't know. I could be wrong, but I think he goes on tour with Kid Rock. Really? Yeah. Oh shit. That'd be interesting. Yeah. I mean, that's pretty cool if that's the case. I didn't know that. Um. But yeah, that is that you the song. I really like that song a lot. That's one of my favorites on the album. Honestly, it's just it's, for those that don't know, the whole song is just about them like fucking hoes and stuff. But it's great. Here's another skit at the end. Yeah, see, this is one of those. This one's like a more darker skit. I think, I mean, this almost seems like it's one of those things where it, it was painting a picture of where his mind was at the point. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's worried. He's paranoid. He's worried about getting killed. You know, he's talking about they're all going to come down on him. And, and that, that's, I think that's where I always got the feeling that he was like obsessed with the thought of death at this point. Mm. I mean, you could say that judging by really any ICP song in that True. case, but I mean, this song in particular, it's called Night of the Axe. He's literally just talking about murdering everyone, you know, <laughs> <laughs> everyone at school in particular. So, so this song was definitely one of my favorite, one of the stick outs on this album. <laughs> oh, by the way. That line right there, motherfuckers think I'm sick. You ever seen a bitch take a shit? Fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> bitch, or because what? Bitch is taking shit's news to me or something like that. Oh, yeah, that was it. You're right. That was the best one. Hold on. Yeah, that shit's crazy. And like, um, it's coming out 80. Fuck this. <laughs> and he says, I'm finna hoot this lady. What? I'm finna hoot. Is that what he says? <laughs> it, they, they use a sound effect. It's like, he's like, I'm finna this lady. But I, I love was, how they I, did that. I always thought he said, I'm finna fuck this lady. <laughs> yeah. They put like one of those like, boom. I will uh, say, I will say ICP is what, uh, is, was my introduction to Fidna. Okay. Fid, what was it? Fi it? I think it's slang for fitting to. Yeah. I'm fitting to get that. Yeah. I'm fitting. Fidna. I'm fitting to get that. I'm fit. Cause I know down South, they say, I'm fitting to go there and get that. So I'm, uh, that's what I'm figured. Yeah. No, that's funny. Oh, let's see. Watch your this skit was pretty. <laughs> Honey, where's Sparky? By the way, the sound effects and everything is like on point. On oh this yeah. Don't worry, little Joey. I'll get the big town. Dude, when I hear that, I envision like just a, a, like him in a dark closet and all you see is his smile and his smile in his eyes. Yeah. It's like, don't worry, little Joey. Like like a cartoonish. Yeah. Almost like the old comic style cartoonish Jay. Yeah. Like if, if I were, I, I feel like if I were to try to like recreate that line, like it would not sound near as sinister or believable. Yeah. No. Yeah. And it's, it, and like you said, the sound effects, it, it, I, I, I don't know, man. 
the 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 sound effects were amazing. Oh, and the, I like how he keeps going. Just don't look in the trunk. Just don't look in the trunk. Yeah, <laughs> like that's just tight, man. Like no one was doing shit like this back then. I know I keep saying it, but like I don't know of like I can't think of any other artist that literally has a skit in the middle of their song that continues the song. You know what I mean? Like, and then he just keeps rapping. And then you know they did shit like this literally on Fearless Fred also. So mm-hmm. they they've literally been doing this shit for thirty years. Oh yeah, they. They know how to do this. This is one of the staples, which I think is what a lot of people. I think this is the type of shit people. When when people say, "Oh, this ain't the old wicked shit," this is one of the songs that come to mind. Yeah, definitely. This and the next one. Um, right. Slip bin. <laughs> Hero. Yeah, the way he raps on this song is pretty basic, but he, I mean, he's like so passionate. You yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Got me, broke my neck and shot me. He's like, beat her down and beat her up. <laughs> you slut. I'll see if I had a skit at the end. What is it? I went up a fire. Right. I went up a fire escape. Or I, I climbed, How many lives? Come I on. climbed up a light pole and I climbed back down. I don't know why. He says something <laughs> like that. Yeah. I don't know. Because I'm psychalistic. <laughs> psychalistic. There was something like that. Um. I'll go on a limb and say this song is the best song on the album, personally. I love the beat. I love this fucking... This yeah. song, I think, is like... This song holds up more than any other song on this album, I think, as far yeah. as an ICP song. I mean, the scratching's great. The beat's perfect. Jay's flow is great. I mean, the, the subject matter is just... It's just wiling out. Sluts. Back and itch my nuts. I love that. Unless I'm in the sack. Because I'll fuck so hard, it'll break they back. <laughs> in the one nut. <laughs> my crazy. head blew up. Um, the hook on this song is fucking tight as hell. They could still play. Th- this is probably one of the only songs on this album they could still play in concert. Yeah. Is there a skit in this one too? I don't know. Oh yeah. Well, in the middle, they they do the breakdown with the Halloween theme. Which, yeah, by that's way, true. Rocking my Halloween shirt. Hell yeah. <laughs> Did you see the new one yet? Yeah, we went to the theater and saw it. It was tight. We got we a battle axe. I'm swinging. I'm cutting in until I'm none. Let's skim through. Let's see. Oh, did he say just don't look in the trunk again? Oh, yeah. Just don't look in the trunk. Is this the one they keep saying just don't look in the trunk or was it Night of the Axe? I think it was Night of the Axe, but I think they threw that in here too. Um, I remember I used to have this as like my. uh, Remember back in the day when you uh, had a cell phone and like you would make your like voicemail a song? Oh, yeah, yeah. (laughs) <laughs> like yep. instead of saying like leave a message you would just play a song this was my shit is this the one where the where shaggy's driving yeah i think so like, fuck you man bop, bop, yeah fuck you <laughs> here it is slice of a fago come on man you farted man <laughs> I, should, I should sock you man you farted i i still say that to this day when people fart i go you farted man i should sock you <laughs> that's so funny Hey, yo, man. Hey, hey, I love this part. This dude's. Oh, man. Oh, I love this line. I throw rocks at stray dogs. Bitten crack houses out of Lincoln logs. Like, what? I throw rocks at stray dogs. Like, why? You're, 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 you're a gangbanger. 
Why the fuck do you care about throwing rocks? I mean, the next line he says, you were in school, I was home watching Green Acres. You know, like, it's like just, I mean, this song is literally just called Psychopathic, and yeah. he's just talking about being crazy. <laughs> it's you know? just great. Doesn't really have much of a point, it's just fucking nuts. You know, this is a quintessential ICP song. Creative it's, lines, man. This is a classic. Oh, here we go, here it is. Hold on, I missed it. Grab her by the life and take it. Oh, that's so tight. <laughs> so black in your eyes, the entire song is like that line. Yeah. You know right. what I mean? <laughs> I think they literally say the same line in yeah. that song. This song's tight, man. I could I could I really could just listen to the whole song instead of even talking about it, but um, I think there's a skit at the end of this one. Let's see. By the way, I've always hated that he says psychopathic. Yeah. Well, then I sucked his nuts. Oh, did you? <laughs> and then yeah. I sucked his nuts. Wow, did you fuck him? Well, yeah. He, he fucked, fucked me in the ass. ass. <laughs> in the ass. Oh, fuck him. What he doesn't know won't hurt him. <laughs> I wonder who they got to do this. I don't know. Hey, you dumb fucking bitch. <laughs> Does it say in the book? <laughs> they probably won't on that shit. When I see him, I'm going to kick your motherfucking. Hi. Well, who is that? Oh, wrong number. <laughs> I love it. Like, I mean, every fucking skit is on point on this set. So this song right here is one of the ones they left off of the re-release. I mean, I, I can understand why, like, somebody would be scared to have this song out there, I guess. But, I mean, I think you're just kind of splitting hairs, though, if you take this song off and then leave on Psychopathic or whatever, you know? Was it this song in Psychopathic or this song in Night of the Axe that they took off the re-release? I think it was Night of the Axe. Okay, I thought so, too. It was Night of the Axe and Black in Your Eyes. Okay. So if you now, now who's this rapping? I was under the impression it was Eshawn. Oh. I'm assuming it's John Kick Jazz or Greasy. Here, let's Google it. Now, who? Did, so did we find out who was on uh, the? Uh, was it? What was the other song we were trying to figure out who's at the end earlier? I don't remember. I know you looked it up, but I don't remember who the it fuck was. It was. Redneck Ho. Who was at the end of that? Supposedly, according to whoever typed the lyrics out on Genius, it was um, uh, John Kick Jazz. But look, here's okay. something that's interesting on Genius. It says Black in Your Eyes was produced by Esham. So yeah, yeah. It, is. it says that in here. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I knew it was produced by Esham. Yeah, that's interesting. I didn't know that either. Um, yeah, this one doesn't actually say who it is. Because he, well, hold on. Black in your eye. No, it doesn't say. Taste has is, is the one that says with Esham. Yeah, but I thought it was him on this one, too. Maybe not. Hit that shit. <laughs> Anytime Shaggy does that crazy voice, I love it. Fill your head with lead. Because I want you dead. <laughs> <laughs> the beat was this, this is another beat that reminded me of a Nintendo game. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, this song was never one of my favorites, but it grew on me. It's okay. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't dislike it, but uh, it's not one of my favorites. It's so it's so awkward listening nasty, to with nasty. other people that aren't Juggalos. Yeah, it's weird because I was I know I I literally was telling Tara like giving her trivia earlier. I was like, oh yeah, this this song came on. I was like, yeah, they they actually took this song off the re-release because it was um must be too dark or something. I was like, I mean, I mean it's not that bad. It's a song about like. You know, beating your girl. Well, never mind. I guess it is pretty bad. <laughs> That's all I was like. <laughs> okay, sorry. So but, those re-releases, 
they re-released them when they were signed under one of those record labels. Was it Jive or or Island? Well, they were only. I think it was Island that they re-released all those on. They were only on Island for like a week, you know, when they released Great Malenko. Oh no, no, I'm sorry. You're right. You, I apologize. That was when they were on. Uh, Island was what they the re-release of Great Malenko was on, like the the second coming of yeah. it. The you know the good one because the Disney version. Which what was the Disney? Production distributor Hollywood. Hollywood, yeah, yeah. yeah. So the Hollywood uh, Malenko got pulled, got pulled, and then they came out with Island. So you might be right. Yeah, Island yeah, must so, have. So I think when they signed to Island, they re- went back and re-released all the uh, the previous Joker's cards, and that's when they 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 pulled the. The, the the songs off that yeah and that's when they released the probably the version of Riddlebox oh no maybe it was before the version of Riddlebox that came out before the original one that had the head PE tracks at the yeah, end yeah I think that was like yeah I think that was way before <laughs> um, Island no that's, Jive Riddlebox was Jive yeah wasn't it? you're yeah. right which by the way that's so weird I've never heard of any other artist in the world having that done to them like one of their albums another artist is just has songs at the end. Yeah, that is weird. <laughs> is that something? Was what was the story that uh, Head P were on there and they were just they just wanted to promote him or something? I'm guessing. Oh, they were signed to Jive as well. Yeah. I don't know. We'll get into that with the Riddle Box. Yeah. Um. But yeah. This song, not much else to say, but that's okay. That's fine. I mean, if you like all the other songs in this album, you might like this one. I don't know. Yeah, I like it. It's. <laughs> I love that blast. Blast. Like I. I will say this. I don't know if I've said this, but I don't skip a damn song. I love all these yeah. songs. I, none of these songs are like, I dislike them enough to skip, but they're songs that I, I'm, I could take or leave it. Like this song, honestly, never had it made here. It's probably one of my least favorite songs on the album. Yes. Really? I love this song. It's definitely not the most, the best uh, mastered. Yeah. Or, or mixed out of all of them. But I just, I, I like it when they change it up. Yeah. Like, Actually, I, I like this. Now that, I, now that I'm listening, I, I take it back. Now that I'm listening to it, I forgot, like, this little, like, change up. This part is pretty tight. And, and he goes off at the end. He's just talking about, I never had a man. He starts going off. Like, I really love that part. I've been prison, motherfucker. So this song's just about him, like, having bad luck his entire yeah. life. This part of the beat is, I love this shit. They love the bass line. Yeah, that is tight as fuck. They broke my neck. Oh, yeah. This actually, I take it back. This song actually is tight. I like this song more than Black in Your Eyes. Yeah, this is one of my favorite songs on here. This part you're talking about. This song's still got two minutes left. Three yeah, minutes. this is one of the longest songs ever. It's almost six fucking minutes. I'm a hack it. Yeah. Not a minor cough. It's so tight. <laughs> I know. You heard me. Everybody's head made two cents. Stuffing them back in. They won't go back in. <laughs> Stuffing them back in. Fuck, they won't go back yeah. in. <laughs> that shit's tight. Yeah, and, and, and like this that. end part I love. <laughs> 
know, this is like one of the first songs where he started doing that kind of yeah. shit. Yeah. That breakdown, chanty, like bringing the song to the ne to the next level. Yeah. Yeah, this song's tight. This is like this album's twelve. <laughs> yeah, who produced this? Mikey Clark. Hell yeah! Finally. Um, let's see what's at the end. Boy. Yeah, Paul. Run and fetch your sister. I'm a little horny over here. Oh my yeah. god. <laughs> yeah. I'm again, Paul. I'm again. I'm again. Uh, we always used to do that shit. <laughs> I'm again. I'm again. Yeah. Oh yeah. I still do that. All right. So the next song is Your Rebel Flag, which um, back in the day was one of my favorite songs on the album. Like the beat is so grindy. Yeah, it is. Oh, ooh, even the bells. And they, uh, who raps on this? Stop the bus. Final day comes out. Bells to your chest and blow your lungs out. So it's just John Kick Chaz who raps on this as well, right? Um, maybe? I don't know. Whoever that verse is, if it's John Kick Jazz, he tore it up. Alright, I don't remember his, um, verse. Let's look it up. Um, what's the song? Uh, Your Rebel Flag. Yeah. Let's try this. <laughs> Titties broke. <laughs> First one, Violent J. First two, John Kick Jazz, according yeah. to Genius again. Yeah. Yeah, his verse on that is, is fucking awesome. I think I like it better than Jay's. Really? Yeah. This song actually, um, I was, I have like a, I made a best of ICP playlist. I was like 60 or 70 songs on it. And, uh, I was just playing it the other day in the car. Like, by the way, you might think I'm a bad parent. I don't know, but I play IC I play ICP in the car. I don't I'll, I don't play like the sexual, really like sexual shit. Like when the kids are around, but um, that's what I mean. I played I around. I think the you're kids. a bad parent if you didn't play ICP. For the kids. <laughs> well, thank you for making me feel better. Um, my point is, I, I this song came on and like it was playing for a minute, and like my kids fucking hate ICP. They all like bitch at me. Really? So, oh yeah. my goodness. <laughs> but like my youngest Kennedy, she likes sometimes just to go against the grain and just to like be on my side she kind of like agree with me yeah she was telling me she's like turn that song back on i like the beatings <laughs> she's she talking I like about, the beating yeah she kept it i like the beating she's talking about like the boom 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 oh. like she actually genuinely thought it was cool like but. oh what you don't like the beatings of the people <laughs> are, that are in the song yeah so yeah so fuck you and your rebel flag oh yeah i like that line uh what's he say um Spit on your rebel rag. <laughs> Spit on your rebel rag. <laughs> Goober. Goober. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Shaggy's versus. Hill Billy. Hill Billy. Hill Billy. Oh never mind. That's. Is that on his verse? No. Nope. Oh, that was on John Kick Jazz's verse. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, this song's cool though. I mean, it sounds fucking good. Um, I mean, this song, this is another, I think, quintessential ICP song. Cut your like, pipe and drink a little moonshine. <laughs> um, yeah, it I mean, is. Every, every, like, they've always had an underlying, you know, thing about bigots and rednecks and shit. And like, this song, like, kicked it off. I, I mean, they obviously mentioned it in several other songs. It's, like, as far as that topic, yeah, this is my favorite song they've done with that topic. Really? Yeah. Um, maybe. maybe what, what is it? The uh, um, about chicken hunting, bro. I mean, obviously, the chicken <laughs> hunting is 
But uh, what it, Mr. Johnson's head is probably okay. I, I, I would kind of put it in there, right? Because he hung a rebel flag. Yeah, that's why. Did. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, we'll get him that ring. Yeah, like he like they've always had like a s hatred for uh, you know bigots and rednecks and shit. I mean, literally, like there's two songs on this album, literally about killing rednecks and shit, or one's about fucking redneck hoes, I guess. But so so what I'm so. I was just looking in the book earlier, and um, I totally forgot there's a part where he's talking about he lived in, what was it, South North Carolina or South Carolina? Yeah. And he was talking about people everywhere, people hanging the rebel flag. So I'm wondering if that's where he picked up all that hatred. It has to be. From, and probably not to mention there, I mean, there, there's definitely those type of people oh. who live in the North as well. Oh, I mean, yeah. Where we uh, we got that where we live, you know. I mean, you got to think he was probably he was down there like late seventies, early eighties, probably around that time, and um, you know, shit was different back then, oh, obviously. Yeah. So, and uh, obviously down there, you'd still have uh, racists now. Yeah, but it still goes on. The, the fact of the matter is, I'm sure he lived in like kind of a poorer area, and you know, that's just kind of comes with the territory, you know. So, but the point I'm trying to make is, I'm glad like he never obviously fell into that trap and actively always fought against it you know that's yeah. fucking tight and i love that i mean hate icp all you want they literally have a song called black in your eyes about beating your girl but for what it's worth that song's about beating her for cheating most part they keep finding her cheating and they yeah, beat the shit yeah, out of her right yeah. but um that's that's okay right <laughs> <laughs> but they've always had like you know an underlying like positive message whether or not you want to admit it or care about it or not it was a know? lot harder to find during this time yeah like <laughs> in the early days it was so hard to find that positive message but your rebel flag i mean i think is a good example of it you know yeah i mean yeah. you could play your rebel flag for like you know a black dude who's never listened to icp and he'd probably like have a little bit of respect for him you know like all right <laughs> yeah I can, I can see that it was funny there's a video on youtube and i don't know if it's the first performance they ever did or just a very early performance but uh i believe it was the carnival of carnage era okay and it's actually a really cool fucking video yeah you get to see him in a light that it, you don't get to see a lot because for a long time i never saw this video on youtube i think it just got posted a few years ago okay someone dug it out or something i wish more people would do that yeah but it's very very old carnival carnage live performance and it is awesome dude you see jay live 1992 yeah I, yeah it's this one you see jay is on another level back then man his energy is fucking insane obviously it's a very low quality recording and stuff like that but i, I could just imagine being there in, in feeling that energy coming off of him. Yeah, I mean, like, especially back, this is 1992, this dude comes out wearing black face paint with black, black face paint with white smile or whatever, and literally rolling around on the fucking stage while he raps and shit. You know? Yeah, 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 and I think this is just the fucking intro. Man. I'm gonna pause, I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna pause this real quick so I can uh, hear it. Hold on, let's see. Oh yeah, he's literally just rolling around during the intro. I <laughs> just like that whole <laughs> that that was such a nineties yeah. dance with the legs coming up and shit. <laughs> there he is. Yeah. yeah. Now eventually the other two come out. 
which I'm assuming is uh, Shags and uh, It sounds like they're John. literally just playing the album, though. He's rapping to it. You can hear him. Yeah. With a footprint on it. Some of it. Look, he's not rapping right now. <laughs> he's literally yeah. just dancing around. I don't even... This might not even be Jay. I don't know. There he goes, rapping. Yeah. All right. He is rapping. Uh, right, fast forward a little bit. All right. I want to see the other... Okay, are. so they all come out. Yeah. Now, you'll see he'll jump up on that little pedestal, or he either does that. I think there may be another video where there's a pedestal in the middle of the stage, and they'll jump. They'll take turns jumping up on that pedestal and like doing weird dances oh. and shit. And they actually, I think they do some choreographed stuff as well. Yeah. But um. Taste. Uh, we haven't got to that song, but yeah. I really love this song. But anyway, it's one of these. Uh, I think. <laughs> look how many people's in the audience. This is crazy, man. Yeah, look at him. Look at him. Holy shit! Jumping down and pulling, <laughs> jumping back up. It's just. Yeah. <laughs> God damn, this shit is so fucking tight. I know, man. It's it's low quality, but I really sat and watched this entire thing wow. and was really fucking into it. I mean, this is incredible. I've, I've, I've never seen, I know you told me about this shit a few months ago, but I never did watch it. This is super tight. So I, mean, this, I, I could spend the rest of the show just watching. So this, this so. is <laughs> fast forward to the end when they when they're getting off the stage. I want you to hear what this guy says after he after they get off the stage. Okay. I, I'm not sure how long it takes, but <laughs> hold on. I know this is dead air, but all right, it's all right. Thirty seconds left in the video. Let's see. You can actually hear what the guy says to him? Yes. <laughs> I don't want to say it. I, just, I want you to hear it. <laughs> Hold on, wait. Hold on, wait. Did you hear that? Hold on, wait. <laughs> Kill the N-word shit. Oh, my God. The guy, run, the guy, whoever's hosting or running the club said that. And then they turned off dog beats. Yes. <laughs> Oh my god, that's crazy. So right there, that's in Detroit. Holy I'm, shit. I'm assuming that's in Detroit. And, and and that's probably somebody who lives in Detroit and is yeah. from there. So it's like it was it was probably big it was probably a big huge part of of his life. Oh yeah. Cuz I know I know we we're talking about the whole his hatred for racism. I guarantee you that probably that one line probably affected him. No, that's a great point. Not to mention, you know, growing up in the in the hood like, you know, uh they probably, you know, had a lot of gangster friends and shit like that. And they probably heard all that shit and dealt with it, you know, with them and stuff like that. It wouldn't surprise me, but that right there is a prime example of the kind of shit they dealt with even probably you know coming up as white rappers in the early 90s like yeah. that was unfucking heard of and i'm wondering if that's i don't remember it may be it may be said in this book but that might be one of the reasons i'd have to go back and check for sure might be one of the reasons why they started wearing masks and face paint is because oh, yeah. of the fact that they were white i remember him explicitly saying yeah. that's why they started doing it honestly um that's a great point i forgot about that man 
That's a it, tight it, ass video though. It just and and there's a couple more too. There's one from the Ringmaster era, tight. and there's one from the Riddlebox era. I'm definitely watching that. Shit. And the, and the one from the Riddlebox era is fucking awesome. You see him backstage. Oh, like for the real? first like 15, 20 minutes of the video, you see backstage footage of them with Mikey Clark and oh, they're shit. putting their paint on, and it's good quality shit. Wow, I'm definitely yeah. gonna check that shit out. Yeah, I, I say we I say we bring those videos up for the uh, absolutely accompanying. Uh, uh, cards yeah um so this song is ghetto freak we're getting to the end of the album there's only like two songs left um i'll i'll rewind a little bit but ghetto freak show is a like it's a, the slow song on the album i like it i like the beat this is the one I, I think i was confusing this with never had it made this song is probably my least favorite G -g ghetto freak show ghetto i, I just like the way it, it, it it's funky and the way it moves i don't know yeah it's fine but it's it's i'm not skipping it but it's it's not my shit you know i would say the hook is probably not my favorite thing the way the drum beat comes in and changes like that i think it kind of muddies it up yeah that's okay i mean the lyrics are probably fine but i don't I, this was this was never a song i memorized or really listened to enough to learn the lyrics to, to be honest this is an e produced by Esham. okay but yeah, this song's okay. But yeah, not a lot to say about like it. I said my one of my least favorites. But the last song in the album is Taste featuring Esham. Um go ahead and talk about this because I, I don't have much opinion on this song either. This is my favorite song on the album. Really? Yeah. Wow. It really is. Okay. I think the way they flow on it is great. The beat is great. The beat the, is very tight. And, and the meaning of it is great. What are they talking about? This is like the this is another song I like. I think I listened to like the first half of this album more than the second half growing up. But. This is basically like so if you if this is basically the 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 entire meaning of the Carnival of Carnage. The, if you read the inside of the booklet, the government fronts like they don't know what's going on. This this is the this is the whole meaning of ICP the okay. Carnival. The Carnival originally was the government and rich people created the ghetto. And and now they don't want to deal with it. So they ignore us and they kill us and, and they leave us out here rotting. So now the carnival, the ghetto, aka the ghetto, that's what the carnival is. Mm. It, it's it's the hood. It's it's the poor, the impoverished people. The 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 freak shows that people don't wanna see. Okay. I got you. Because if you think about it, in this era, the Carnival of Carnage, the, the, the carnival was just a metaphor for the impoverished, um, you know, street people and, and, and homeless and, and drug addicts and shit like that. Weirdos. The weirdos, yeah. That makes a lot of sense. I, so, I, I mean, of all these years, I've, you know, been hip to ICP. Like, that's just not really a connection I really ever made, you know? Yeah, that's I'm what, sure I've come across it, but I never really thought gave two thoughts about it the very first line of this of the the inside book is welcome to the show the traveling ghetto oh yeah no longer will the ghetto just be the slum that you keep your kids away from the slum you drive through pointing and gawking at no longer will the ghetto just be the slum that you hear about on the news he's talked this is what this song accompanies it's talking about the slum the ghetto the carnival coming to your front door like okay the government ignored it they come to get a taste yeah they created it now you're going to get a taste of what this is no, tight. so that's one reason why i love this this uh song it, it you could look at it like this is the true meaning of what 
the original concept of ICP was. That's a that's a great insight. I'll, I'll have to like this is one of the songs that I I've listened to a million times. And it's it's like always a background song to me. I've never really like gave it a spotlight. You know. No, I, they, they actually talk about some like current events that were going on at the time, hmm. like war and government things going on. Uh, it's not too deep, but it, it covers it a little bit. That's a good. That, that's a good ending to the album. Then in that case, yeah, it is. It's a great one. I think. Is this? I think this is capital E. Yeah. And then I think Jump Steady's on this song as well. Wait, is Esham on this or is it capital E? Happens every day. I thought it was Esham. But the suburb living is high class. Taste with Jump Steady, Capital E, Nate the Mac, and Esham. Oh, okay, cool. So yeah, they got the whole team. Wait, on Jump this. Steady and Nate the Mac rap on this song? Yeah. Yeah. I want to. This. Yeah, I think this is capital E. ICP. What's up, B? Yeah, what's up, E? That dude's like qualities subpar. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't mind Capital E. I thought he was cool on uh, Beverly Kills as well. Yeah, this is Esham. Yeah. Dude, Isham used to be so fucking tight. Like, he was genuinely talented. I don't know what happened to him. Yeah, if you want to go, if you want to hit up the uh, Close Casket album, yeah, we can do that. I, 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 I wouldn't want to do, like, his entire discography nah. or anything, but definitely, like, the couple albums I listened to, I loved. Yeah, I'm not enough of an Isham fan to do anything. Uh, Close Casket is the only one I really listen to, like, more than once. Yeah. Like, I listened to the fuck out of that album. I'm not a suicidalist, I guess. <laughs> I don't know if that, that's what the they call themselves yeah. I believe I've always liked Esham's gimmick and like his shit like I think he's like I mean he's always been like the like a devil worshipping kind of like uh altar rapper kind of guy you know but I don't know what I'm trying to say there but the point is like I've always liked what he's trying to do and like what he did do. He 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 car he's another guy that carved his niche and you wrote it, you know. And it, yeah, and if I mean if it wasn't for him, we wouldn't have the clowns. Yeah, I, I, I don't think we'd have Eminem. Probably not, honestly. Jay go Jay says that at that time, Esham and Kid Rock were were the big were the big ones in in Detroit, and they were almost like polar opposites. Yeah, he had the Satanist. <laughs> Esham, yeah, who was like the ghetto, you know, uh, and then you had the white boy hillbilly, you know, came in on tractors and shit and yeah. rap, and it was almost like the the two different polar opposites, but they both had huge fan bases then. And you know, ICP is a good blend of that. Yeah, yeah, you're right. ICP mixed it up pretty well. Yeah. Uh, it might have been Kid Rock is one of the reasons why they were so against uh, rednecks and, and hillbillies in the beginning mm, as well. Maybe. Because I know they they look, they kind of looked at him like a like a joke and yeah. they just kind of used him but they I think they even mentioned, he even mentions it in the book like they oh. thought he was a bitch and they just went over <laughs> to use him because he was a little rich kid and yeah. shit. Yeah. This is Jump Steady here. Jump Steady is a beast, man. He's just a true beast. Uh, it his rapping is 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 good enough. It's not horrible. Oh, at all. I agree, one hundred percent. Um, but other than that, Jump Steady is the, just a true beast. There would be no clowns without him either. Yeah, he's he's a true asset. Oh, that's what's up. Um, all right, man. It's it's a good album, man. Yeah, wrapping up the carnival, man. Carnival of Carnage. I love. I. It's it's a staple. 
I love. I it, it it could be one. I don't know because it's so hard to pick my favorite card yeah. as far as like the the uh, image itself. Yeah, that could be my favorite one, man. Like the the look of it. Yeah. Yeah. I love I, I I absolutely love that the the image. I love the color. Yeah, me too. I love the big chain it says ICP. The whole I think it's just it is ICP. This is just I just love it. I don't know. Yeah, that the image is like very unique, you know. Yeah, um, like the neon looking the pink. Yeah. I, and, and then it was always my favorite black light poster. Yeah. It was always in maybe that maybe riddle box as well. I, the two of them together in like a black light situation is awesome. It is an awesome picture. But I I always loved that was my favorite shirt, man. I had a uh, just just the, just this literally on a shirt, just a card. Oh yeah, the black one with that color scheme. Yeah, I yeah. fucking love it. I remember it, you man. wearing the fuck out of that shirt. I love that shirt. That's <laughs> it's got to be my favorite one. I don't know. I I go back and forth between. Like I said, I can't pick them, but it, it's it's definitely one of my favorite ones. I I, I could ne I will die staring at that image and getting happy when I look at it. Hell yeah! Um, as far as the album goes, where do you think it stands as far as like being one of your favorites or, um, you know, where where would it fall? And at least for the first deck. Mm, I don't know, man. It's so hard. It's so hard to put it up there. I. I'm gonna say it's it's a staple that you had that I that I love listening to, and I do throw it in. I get I get the urge to put in Carnival Carnage. Yeah, sure. I want to hear the goofy sounds. <laughs> I want to hear the 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 over the top, just random fucking lyrics. I, I get I get a uh, I I need the fix, you know, like yeah. oh man, I need some Carnival. <laughs> but as far as like my favorite, I, I'm not gonna say it's my favorite, but. It's one of those that, like, for some reason, I've never played out. Okay. I think I've played all of them out. <laughs> yeah. But for some reason, this one has never been played out. And I've listened to it almost just as much. Really? But it just never gets played out. For me, per personally, I've, I've, I agree with you there. I've never played it out either because, I mean... If I were to guess a number, I've probably listened. If I've listened to the Great Malenko, you know, a few hundred times, um, I've legitimately probably only listened to this album like fifty. You know what I mean? Like it hasn't been quite. It's been a lot, but not quite as much as some of the other ones. Uh, You've probably heard some of the the, the songs on here a hundred. Oh times. yeah. As far as the first deck goes, I'd say Carnival. And this isn't a slight, but I'd say it's my least favorite of the original seven Joker's cards. Let's just say seven because let's keep it real. It is. But so you're saying Hell's Pit's one of them? <laughs> yeah. I will say I like this better than Hell's Pit. Really? Um, we'll get to that when we get down that road. But <laughs> yeah, I'm probably going to say all of them are better than Hell's Pit. I like this more than I like Carnival of Carnage more than like anything on the new deck. <laughs> Even better than uh, Fred? I mean, just as it, because it's a, a, at a classic status and like it for that reason, it kind of won't get old. It has this like permanent shine to it for that reason. I'd have to say, yes, I do. I will always like it more than Fred. But um, musically, I, I think, you know, I, I think I would rather on a given day listen to Fred. OK, I guess, you know, with people around and shit. If I'm by, if I'm by myself, I'll listen to Carnival Garden. <laughs> <laughs> you're not you're not going to subject anybody to Carnival. Yeah, because I, I could see why like maybe people who weren't Juggalos like might not like this album. The album itself, as a just a rap album, I don't think really holds up. 
um, in the the grand scheme of things, to be quite honest. But as a Juggalo classic, I think it's it's just as good today as it was the first time I listened to it. You know, yeah. and if not better, because like I said, it has grown on me, yeah. especially certain tracks over the years. And that's happened with every ICP album. I'll listen to it, play the fuck out of a few songs, then maybe one will start sticking out to me, and that'll be the one that's like, yeah, I'll, I'll fuck, I love it. So. Yeah. I've had that moment with several of these songs and you know, I, I, it'll probably continue as I keep listening. Um, since we've been talking about it and I listened to it today, I'll almost, honestly probably spin it a few more times this next over the next week just mm -hmm. to kind of soak it in a little bit. Um, you know, I, I did the same thing with uh, with Fred after we talked about it last week. I've I probably overanalyzed a little bit more after we talked about it. Um, I will say today I listened to... Um, the last three songs on flip the rat like five times in a row. Cause like, I just, just kept trying to like find pieces of it. For those that don't know, the last three songs on flip the rat are, and I know we're talking about carnival, but I figured we throw this in cause I wasn't able to say some of this stuff last week on the Fred episode. Um, last three songs on flip the rat were Hawking, the dog and be safe. Um, Hawking is a very, very very fucking tight song like it's one of the best ones they've done in years to be quite honest again i, I i've seen people say one of the best songs like, of all uh, greatest icp song ever made and a lot of it has to do with they have that like guitar which i love like that makes it stand out but the lyrics are just so like way deeper than a typical icp song yeah and they're they're deep but they're only surface deep <laughs> it's it's hard to pinpoint because I say deep, but it's literally just like them talking about the conspiracies and shit. But the way they're doing it is in a manner as if like they're they're making it as if the crows are the ones who are like squawking, hawking, talking to people and yeah, know, getting the that's how people know about the conspiracies and shit. So it's kind of weird a weird angle to, to approach it, but you know, it's ICP. I like it for that reason. But the dog, which is the next song, that's the one that has the Allison Chains. Yeah. That song is uh once I analyze it a little bit. I found that it's specifically about it's a story. Like I didn't I didn't catch it the first few times around. Yeah, I don't think I did either. It, it's a story from front to back. The whole and I think if you listen to it again, you would appreciate it because you could probably um you know relate to the some of his feelings. Um the whole song he's just talking about how he is the dog that like his stepdad beats the shit out of. Like that's what the whole song's about. And uh it's just weird because it's got this like crazy like rock vibe and like yeah. it sounds like amped and like but the whole song it's like it's a revenge story. It talks about getting the shit beat out of him by his dad and like his mom like told him told the dad that he was hiding in the closet and shit. He literally like, says all that kind of shit. And, like then his hand reaches in the closet and pulls me out and it's like bad dog, you know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but um then like, Yeah, I don't I don't think I really caught on to that. The last verse of the song he gets his revenge and like it's very like the detail and like uh, and it is really cool. I, I implore you to give it another shot. Um, and then the last song is uh, "Be Safe." I can't. Be Safe is one of still haven't found out who who they're talking about. I've I've pointed it down to one of a couple things. Um, Be Safe is either they're talking. I want to say they're talking to Juggalos. Um, they're specifically like, each one of them is talking about like, um, like J Shaggy has a cool line. He's like. Uh, I'm Joey useless and Joe Bruceless, you know, <laughs> yeah. which I think is so tight. Uh, like that, that's just such a tight, like spin on their uh, names and shit. But, um, I, they're either talking to juggalos as if the juggalos were like an entity 
or they're literally talking about Jesus Christ. It's one of those two. And I cannot bring myself to say that they're talking really? about Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. <laughs> it's I, one of those two. I don't think I heard. I got to. Uh, yeah, I got to go back and listen to him. I haven't listened to Fred since we did. The, uh, <laughs> since we did the thing. But yeah, I don't know. I'll, I'll, I'll go back and listen to it. G- there's, yeah. a, there's a few lyrics in particular where I'm like, are they really fucking talking about Jesus in this song? God damn it. I, I really hope not. But <clears throat> does that. So is that something that. Upset you? I mean, it doesn't, it doesn't upset me. It's just a, it's just kind of annoying. Like, keep your fucking Jesus out of my ICP. Tell you what, you, know? you don't hear none of that shit in this. Fuck no, dude. <laughs> you don't hear. No, I don't think they mentioned one word about any type of God religion or anything. I'm all for like positive <clears throat> shit, and I'm all for like ICP doing the God thing. You know, it's fine, whatever. But like when you're like kind of backhandedly like trickle tricking us into listening to like a Jesus song, like I'm not cool with that. That, yeah. bo- that, anno- that annoys me, honestly. But for that reason, I like to think that they're talking to the Juggalos in that song. I, I truly believe that that's what it really is about. That's but, what I got from it. Yeah. You know, I, I again, I, I haven't listened to it five times in a row. Yeah. He's just, mean, ta- he's, sure- just he's just talking to, to like, the whole that whole song, both their verse are just talking to, like, their friend. Like, you know, without you, I'd be nothing. So, like, I'm so glad you're here. That's, like, the whole point of the song. Like, yeah. thank you. So, they literally could be like interpreted as a religious thing. But so, I, yeah, and that's my thing. If they're talking to Jesus, why would they say be safe? Yeah, that's that's kind of uh, what tipped me over the edge. Like, because the the hook is watch your step, take a deep breath. You don't. You're, what's he say? Uh, he's like, I can't explain what you mean to me. Be safe. Um, so it, I don't know. It, it, they could be doing it in a roundabout, like metaphorical way. But I like to think that they're talking to the Juggalos because number one, there's no other song on there where they're really like talking to the juggalos you know freedom's close but yeah that that's what i got from it it, it, it seems like a a juggalo song well I, I don't think they would from what i've seen from him if he's talking about god or jesus he just kind of says it yeah pretty know. blatant yeah all right well i don't know man like they've they've uh surprised me before so yeah i don't know but check it out man those especially those last three songs i think those are probably the most interesting songs on Flip the Rat, um, for sure. They, I mean, they're my favorite from what I've heard heard of them. I, I mean, I haven't listened to it enough to like for that to change. Yeah, maybe it will if I keep listening. Yeah, but I don't know. For from what I've you know listened to the to the album, which has been only like five or six times mm-hmm. over the course of like four or five days. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, they're they're definitely my favorite, and I and I, I plan on uh, listening to it more. I just wanted to get the damn physical copies, and I haven't got them yet. Yeah, head up to Magnolia, bro. Yeah, call them up first. I called them first. Did you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, man. We'll wrap it up. Um, All right. Any bro. last words on Carnival Carnage? Though, anything else you needed to make sure you got out there? No, man. This, this song or this song, this album really gives me the uh, carnival feel. It gives me the 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 you know the true ICP kind of mm-hmm. gritty ghetto feel man i love it it's nostalgic yeah it, it definitely gives me a nostalgic rush like, yeah li- like li- just listening to it today the you know i listened to it like three quarters of the way before the show like i, I really like i turned it on like it, i kept finding myself like grooving and like really enjoying it you yeah. know like just kind of passively you know? like the energy it, it i'm not gonna say it gets me hyped but it gives it it gives me a surge of like energy yeah as i was the, up there rapping it to the kids and shit. yeah the nostalgic <laughs> will, will adds to that the yeah. nostalgic energy energy and then just uh the energy they had because they were younger yeah transfers 
So yeah, man. It's a solid album. I mean, any ICP fan, um, I think would like it. If I've yet to meet an ICP fan who says they don't like Carnival, I'll put it like that. Yeah, me neither. You know, it's a solid album through and through as far as ICP goes. So, um, you know, it's crazy that they kind of. As far as their first real album goes, like I say that that's as good as it co- possibly could have fucking been. Absolutely, absolutely, I think it is too, and I, I actually think it's better than what you know they had at that time. Yeah, the resources they had at that time, I'm sure this turned out to be better than what it was expected. Yeah. I guess. I want. I I want to know like more behind the scenes, like you know mindsets when they wrote some of the songs mindsets when they did some of the skits or who came up with some of the random ad libs and you know like the bland like you know like <laughs> i want to know that kind of shit like I, that's that's the kind of shit like if jay was here right now i'd be picking his brain about you, you know? know how when you're young in your teens and you just make <laughs> stupid sound effects because i know we all did i did when i was a kid yeah. made stupid things <laughs> they just figured out how to transfer that into their music yeah and we went with it most people go most people, when they're childish and acting stupid, when it's time to do music, they cut that out, yeah. you know, and they try to, they go a different way and try to act too hard or mm. too adult. You know what I mean? They like, you know, they said no, leaned is, into it. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. oh, and shit. that's one of, that was one of the, uh, why ICP people grew, grew to love them so much. But, but well, yeah, man, no, nothing else much to say about it. It's a great fucking album. I love it. Well, ICP, thank you for dealing us this card. Thank you. That is, uh, I guess that's the end, man. We're, you know, for a couple old, old school juggalos, not definitely not there for this in the beginning, not that old school, but, um, uh, not too long after and was, and was, uh, we got in it, you know, soon enough to, to still pull this out and listen to it when it was still in the realm of, of this, not too far away, you know, isn't it crazy to think that, you know, by the time we got into it, they'd only been. I mean, that album was only like five years old. Yeah, I know. It, it is crazy. And it, and it seemed old back then. Yeah. And like, know? I mean, five years was old. Five years was a long time when you're when you're fucking 16, 17 years old. I mean, the difference in production between that and like Malenko is like off the fucking charts. Yeah. Because you hear them grow as, as you know, rappers and, and artists. And then you also hear Mikey Clark. Yeah. Oh yeah. Production and just, and he just kept fucking knocking it out of the park too. Just get so good. Yeah. But we'll make it there. We'll, you know, we're going to, we're going to do every card, every, every relative album they did in those eras. Yes. We'll do as well. So look out for, um, we'll be doing a ringmaster episode. Um, that probably next, I would assume we haven't officially yeah. talked about it, but I, I that's well, next. either that or Beverly kills, right? Okay. Yeah, I could, I mean, I, Beverly kills honestly is one of my favorite. Me too. Um, EPs without a doubt. Yeah. I'd say, I, I'd say tunnel of love is probably a little bit higher, but I mean, I played the fuck I've listened to Beverly kills. 10 times more than Carnival Carnage. I know probably almost every single lyric on Beverly Kills. Like, yeah, I'm it's probably so, close. <laughs> it's so fucking memorable. It's just, but anyway. But yeah, I, I'd be down to do that too, man. Honestly, I, I could talk about it. That, I, I didn't think I could squeeze a couple hours out of Carnival, but yeah. you know, we managed to do it. Thanks to you, man. Um, well, man, uh, we, we did it. Um, another, yeah, another, another one, one down. Another one in back. Put Slide it back in the deck, man. Slide back in the deck. Listen, we're going <laughs> to shuffle on out of here. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, we're uh, uh, dealt from deck one back in the shuffle. Back, we're sliding back into the shuffle, man. Let's do it. <laughs> All right. Thanks for watching. Um, check us out on uh, YouTube. Subscribe, like, click the bell. I mean, we're going to keep cranking these out. So if you guys are uh, wanting to ride along with us, stay tuned. Um, we're going to try to get this shit streaming on YouTube uh, next week. Couldn't do it today, but um, you know, stay tuned. If you like it, if you like what you've seen, 
share it, comment, let us know. Um, we want to get some more interaction and shit here, so we'll take suggestions, and uh, we want to have uh, uh, folks sharing their memories and stories with us during these shows. So uh, we want to make it a, a fun, like, event. You know, that's the goal. So. Absolutely. All right, man, thanks. Yep. Peace out, guys. Have a good one.